Welcome everyone to the Avet Torah, Dav Yomi Shior. Today's Shior, Tanit Esther Shior, is Lilui Nishmat Marcel uh, Kaski, uh, the father of Rabbi Ezra Kaski. Um, we want to also announce that tonight we will be having tomorrow's Daf done tonight. Purim is coming up tonight. We have a special learning session at 9 p.m. Everyone is respect is requested to be there. And uh, we'll have a tremendous learning session in the Zuchut for Moshe ben Nava, who today is going through Bezat Hashem's last treatment. Um, additionally, tomorrow morning, we are going to have a 7 o'clock daf. Vinahapachu, it's uh, Purim. Just like things change a lot in Purim, we will not be learning Pesachim tomorrow morning. God willing, we will be learning Mesechet Eruvim Daf Sadichet. We have six Dapim missing in our uh, podcast version of Eruvim. And Bezat Hashem will do one tomorrow morning, Purim Day. Do not miss a chance to get right back into Eruvim on Purim. And now everyone's nostalgic to get right back into Eruvim. Uh, uh, everyone's missing Eruvin, all this Pesachim stuff, this relevant stuff, we want to get more Eruvin, but no, we're going to switch tomorrow morning, of course, to Eruvin, and have a great time. Okay, we're starting on the bottom of Sadi He Amurbet. Bayi Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef asked the following question. We were discussing the fact of Pesach Habba we said that sometimes it could be, we, we, we were contemplating that perhaps the Pesach once it pushes off the Isur of Tumah might have the power to push off other things as well with it and we were talking yesterday about the possibility of actually entering the Hechal not legally but if a person entering the Hechal where he's normally not allowed to do will it push off Karet will you not get Karet for entering the Hechal that was discussion now we're discussing what happens if a guy during one of these Tameh Tamer Pesachs decides that he's gonna. No, he's gonna eat the Emure Pesach, which means he's gonna eat the parts of the Korban Pesach that normally go on the Mizbeach, he's gonna eat them. Then what happens to him? It's a Pesach of Babatuma. Do we say, let's see, we'll read inside. Dachut Memetim Vachlu Emure Pesach of Babatuma. Mau. Do we say Did we say once we allow Tumat in Basad eating the, the, the Basad of the Korban Pesach maybe we also allow eating the Emurim B'Tumat and therefore when we say not allowed it means you're not, I'm not telling you to eat of course it's supposed to go in this back but maybe you won't get Karef for doing it or Dilma my Ishtri Ishtri my Dilma Ishtri Lo Ishtri Whatever they allowed, they allowed. Whatever they didn't allow is not allowed. You can't just allow. We can just allow everything. Amar Rava. Rava says, Mechti says, let's see. Tumat emurin mehechet rabbe. How do we know that a tamer guy is not allowed to eat emurin and he'll get karet if he does? Says the Gemara. Mitumat masad. We only learn it in the first place as a learning out from a Tomei guy eating the basar, getting karet, in general, on a not Tomei one. Tichtiv, because it says, 
Anyone who eats the basar when he is tameh, he'll be kakret. And it says, Asher la Hashem, the pasuk that says, Asher la Hashem, the rabot came to include emunim. So this is a special word, Asher la Hashem, in the pasuk, to include, to include a tameh guy eating emunim, also getting karet. So the same way the karet in the first place came from the basar, when the tuma of basar, tu, when the tuma, when the tuma eating a basar became allowed because it's pesach abab it should also allow with it the the emurim. Whenever we have tumat basar, we can have tumat emurim. And therefore, there should be no problem. You should not get karet. Actually, not. You're right. You don't get karet. The first thing that we actually conclusively proved that came along. The other one, we were safek if it would work. Here, it actually, Gemara comes out. That, that's Talakha. So, another trivia question. We ask the question when could it be that a Tameh person could eat the Imurim of the Korban and not get karet? And the answer is here. Pesababatuma. Bayi Rabzeri Rabzeri asks, Emure Pesach Mitzrayim Hechet Tirinu. The question was, how, in, during the, there's two Pesachs, the Korban Pesach that we do nowadays, or that did in the Beth Mikdash days, and there was the original Korban Pesach, which we call Pesach Mitzrayim. So the question here is, when they had the Pesach Mitzrayim, how would they offer it? Did they have Mitzrayim in Mitzrayim? How did they offer up the parts that's supposed to go into Mitzrayim? Amale Abaye, so Abaye answers, Uman lemalan the law shvikste abud. How do you know that they didn't maybe just roast it? Who told you that they offer anything on the mizbeach in, in, in Mitzrayim? Maybe in Mitzrayim they ate it. Lord, another thing. Hatana Rav Yosef. Didn't Rav Yosef say Shlosham mizbechot hayusham? There were three mizbeachs in Mitzrayim, and what were they? And therefore, you see, that they didn't have a Mizbech, but two media That's all they had. In other words, you see from that Braita that, that they, they didn't have a Mizbech, and therefore, they must have eaten them. When they're saying the three Mizbeachs, Yani, these are not really Mizbeachs, these are, uh, this is the doorpost where they had to put the blood on. Right? So it must be that if that, that, that sounds like they don't have another, they don't have a real Mizbeach, and therefore it sounds like they must have roasted it. That's how I'm understanding this. Okay? Okay, now we're up to the Mishnah. Yeah, so the Khatam Sofer, I'm looking on the bottom here. Here he says that when it calls him Mizbeach, it's just a figure of speech. Right? So since there's no altar, no Mizbeach, therefore, it must be that the carbon Pesach wasn't a, in Mitzayim wasn't really a carbon. It's not really a carbon Pesach, it's a Pesach. That's what they call Pesach. 
you know, a carbon pestle has to be some part has to go on the mizbeach. It's not a carbon technically because it was just eaten. Okay. Pesach Messiah. Okay. Says the Mishnah as follows. Ma ben Pesach Messiah and the Pesach Torot. What's the difference between the Pesach that we had in Messiah and the Pesach of all generations? Number one difference. Pesach Messiah mechob me'asor. Betaun haza'ah. Number one, you had to buy the Pesach Mitzrayim. Hashem told the Jews to buy to, to get the Korban Pesach already from the 10th day of Nisan. Whereas on a regular year, there's no special law on the 10th of Nisan. That's number one. Number two, you have to sprinkle the blood with a bundle of hyssop, which is not necessarily true by a regular one. You also have to put the blood in the Pesach Messiah, they have to put the blood on the doorpost. And we don't do that in regular Korban Pesach. And the Mizzot. And the lintel. You had to eat it quickly in Messiah. And you don't have to eat it like that in regular Pesach. But Laila had in Messiah. It's eaten in one night. Even in what? Even in Galut is also a night, right? No, it's only two nights. No, no, no. Pesach is only one night. Korban Pesach is only one night. No, it's, it's the first Pesach. They were in Galut. They were. They took only one night. It's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Even this is a question. Goes to the Gemara is going to ask on this, but everything. But, even Pesach Torot is also every, only one night. And the Pesach of the generations is for all seven days. We're going to see what that means soon also. Says the Gemara. Where do we know that the Pesach in Mitzrayim is on from the 10th of Nisan and not the Pesach of Torot? Says the Gemara, as it says in the biblical verse. Speak to the whole congregation of the Jews. Lemor saying, on the tenth of this month they should take. It says, Only this, the Korban Pesach is from the tenth. But from the word Zeh. But for the generations, it's not from the tenth. Now. Right now, the Gemara is going to go on to figure out what it means zeh. Because you'll see that the word zeh, by Pesach Dorot, Pesach Mitzrayim, is mentioned many, many times. Zeh, 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 zeh. Okay? By a hundred different, by, not a hundred, by a bunch of different um, commands of the Korban Pesach, it says zeh. Now, if we're going to learn like this, that the word zeh always is talking only about Pesach Mitzrayim, to, ex- to the exclusion of Pesach Torot, then we're going to wonder because many of the things that we did in Pesach Messiah, we also do in Pesach Torot. So we're going to have to clarify each Zeh, what it's coming to exclude, how it's included, and what we do with it. Okay? So let's go through each one. Elamata, according to this, that you're saying that the word Zeh is only for Pesach Messiah, what are you going to do from the following Pesach? It says, It says 
that you have to watch the carbon from the tenth day till the fourteenth day. The halacha was the Pesach Muslim, that from the tenth day to the fourteenth day, their job was to examine it to make sure that there's no warts on it, to make sure that it's going to be ready, or any other mumin to be ready to sacrifice for four days. So now the fact that it's a zeh, one might have thunk that, oh, since it's a zeh, so it's only for Muslim, and you don't need four days for the carbon Pesach or any other carbon of other generations. So it's the Gemara. This is what he says. And the other ones don't require examining. But we learned in the Biraita. Ben Bag Bag Omer. Ben Bag Bag says, this is the name of a Tana. How do we know about the Korban Tamid, the regular daily sacrifice? That it requires to check it for four days before Shechita, which means that every single day we have a carbon, that carbon was always checked for four days before it. Shemar, this is the biblical verse. Tishmeru lahakriv li'i This is the word tishmeru. You should watch it. And therefore we learn, Just like Korban Pesach, we know you had to have four days. Afkan so to tamid bikur arbayamim kodem shachita needs examination four days before shachita. So you see that it's not true that only korban pesach has has bikur, even though it says it's even true by korban tamid. Says the Gemara Shani Hatem. There it's different. Tichtiv tishmenu. Since it says the word tishmenu, we have a gezerah shara tishmenu. That's how we connect it. You're right. In general, the word zeh would be no. But since the korban tamid has a tishmenu, so we connect it. Now the Gemara asks, "O pesach torot nami haktiv va'avadat achod et avadat zot ba'chodesh zeh." It says that you'll do this avodah in this month. Shu kol avodat chodesh zeh kazeh. That means that all the connections between all the Pesachs of generations, should be like Pesach Mitzrayim. So the Mara says, Ela, ha'hu hazeh, lemuuti Pesach shinu tikavateh. When we said the word zeh, they have to watch it for four days, it's coming to exclude Pesach sheni. Pesach sheni, you only have to do it for one day. So it comes out that all Pesachs need four days. And the word Zeh is coming to exclude Pesach Shini. You don't have to excuse them in four days. So the Zeh is only excluding that. So Mara says, El if so, basar When it says, there's another Zeh we're going to do with. Again, all the zeh, we're going to be busy with all the Zehs in Pesach Maslaim. We're trying to figure out how. how okay. It says, You have to eat the meat on this night. So it sounds like the Korban Pesach in Maslaim, you have to eat at night. And the Korban Pesach in all the generations, you don't have to eat at night, you can eat in the day also? It's not true. Korban Pesach, we always, once the day comes, it's, it's not odd. Of course, we know this. So how can you do so what do we do with that zeh? The Gemara says no. Amarka va'avadat avuda. 
Pasuk says, and you do the avodah. Sounds like it's got to be the same. Whatever you do in Pesach, you do it away also. So, so what's, the, what's the word they're doing? If you connect them, what's they're doing? We need that for Rabbi Azar ben Azariah and Rabbi Akiva. We need it for Rabbi Azar ben Akiva. The Zer works like Rabbi Azar ben Akiva. You remember that, right? No, neither do I. So, Rabbi Azar ben Azariah and Rabbi Akiva had a machloket beforehand where it says the following. There was machloket, what do you do with Alayla Azar? One says that till midnight, that's Rabbi Azar ben Azariah, that you're not allowed to eat it past midnight ever. Right? And Rabbi Kiva holds that when it's, that it's for only one night and to exclude two nights in a day. Right? So Machlok between them, how long you can eat to go Mesach at all. Is it, is it only till midnight, officially? Or it's till midnight as a Gzirah and really till the morning and the, the word Zeh is coming to exclude two days in a night. Okay, either way. But that's what it's coming to Zeh is coming to do. Okay, got another one. What about this? Tichtiv. It says, It says, No guy who's an Arel who has a, who has a, uh, didn't get a brick milah is allowed to eat it. And it says, When it says bo, bo is like ze. Bo means in it, like this. And therefore, you should take the bo and say, just like it says bo. Means only this. So too, in Pesach Misraim is the only place where uh, a guy without a brit milah can't eat it. But in general, a regular Pesach, a guy without a brit milah should be able to eat it. Because says bo. Says the Gemara, Amakrav Avata. Again, the process you do it has to be the same. So the same. Ela bo So what's the bo doing? Says the Gemara, bo en ochel, aval hu ochel. To teach you that a guy without a brick milah, even though he can't eat the korban pesach, is allowed to eat the matzah and maror. That's the chidush that's coming to teach you, and therefore he has to eat matzah and maror. Don't think he is, he's batul matzah and maror. another one. It says, "Kol ben Every stranger should not eat the korban pesach of mitzayim. And we said a stranger, it's coming to teach you that a guy who a, a Jew who's doing averot, strange Tashem, is pasul to eat pesach masayim. Now it says only bo hachenami. You might say the bo ain't ochel avochel who pesach torot. Maybe this guy can eat. The, the, you can have a guy who's a who doesn't believe in Hashem and he can eat the pesach torot. Is that possible? Amakavavata. Right. Pasuk says va'avata, and avata tells you it has to be the same, and therefore no, he can't eat that either. So then, what does say bo in it? It's coming to include something. Bo dat poselet, posel It's bo is coming to teach you about teruma to tell you that if you have a guy who's a kohen and he doesn't believe in Hashem, he's still allowed to eat teruma. Bo means Pesach as opposed to Truma. Okay? Next. V'etzrich l'mutei arel, v'etzrich l'mutei b'nechar. Now, they're asking a side question. Why does it have to mention that both a guy without a brit milah 
and a guy who has the wrong brains, thinking the wrong thing, both of them can't eat. Why don't we just say Arel, and we'll say, oh, if a guy without a Bimilah can't do it, surely the guy who's thinking the wrong way, or the other way around. So we're going to show why we need both. If I would only written the guy without Brit Milah, because that's disgusting. You have a guy without a Brit Milah and he's doing it. That's why the Torah doesn't let. The guy who you can't see anything physical on the guy, you would think he's not disgusting. Maybe not. Maybe you let him eat it. So we need both. If it would only say the guy who has the wrong brains, meaning the wrong thoughts, thinking about Hashem, I would say, because he can't do it, because he's not even thinking about Hashem when he's doing it. But a guy without a big milah, who really is thinking about Hashem, you think he can. So we need both of them. Okay? Now we have another question. So this is the Gemara. If so, when it says that a ger toshab and a sachid lo yochal bo. Now, this is interesting. Okay. A sachid, a toshab and a sachid are as follows. Now, this part of the Gemara is not so clear if it's supposed to really be in the Gemara. Rashi takes it out. You understand it's not working, that we don't actually learn anything from, from sachid. But we're going to read it inside as a, uh, just the way it says it, because we're not going to go through Tosfot exactly. Okay? says Do you think that he can't eat this, but he can't eat best of generations? says, and you will serve it. What does the word bo teach you? Teach you that it doesn't posel betrumah. Okay, we're going to assume that, it, like Rashi, that this part is out of the Gemara. Elimaate, if so, Pasuk says, Umalta oto, when you give a brit milah to someone, as yochal bo, then you can eat it. That's about, that's about Pesach Masalayim. Hachanami, you want to say, Debo en ochel, ava ochel, Pesach Torot, you want to say the guy can't eat this, but he can eat Pesach of generations? You want to say that? That a guy... This is talking about a guy who has slaves or kids and he didn't do a brit milah on them. So the rule is that if you didn't do a brit milah on your kids, that disqualifies you from eating Pesach. Okay? Now you want to say that a guy who didn't do brit milah on his son is still allowed to eat Pesach Torot? Because it says the word bo in Pesach Masayim to the exclusion of them. Which tells you it's the same halacha. So what's Bo doing? Which means that only when it comes to Korban Pesach you're not allowed to eat if you don't do your kids. But when it comes to truma, which a Kohen, giving, giving truma to a Kohen, if the Kohen who you give the truma to did not do bring me on his kids, he's still allowed to eat it. Okay? Good. If so, it says by Pesach Mitzrayim that you can't break a bone in the Pesach Mitzrayim. You want to say, oh, only Pesach Mitzrayim, you can't break a bone, but you can break a bone in, um, in Pesach Torot. 
Hachinam dina shover, aval shover pesad rot? How could it be? Amakar pasuk says, va'avata. It says va'avata, so it's the same. So therefore, you can't break one pesad rot also. Ela bo lam is what's bo doing? Bo basar lo basul. When it says when it says bo, it's telling you bekasher only in a kosher one, but not pasul. You're allowed to break a bone in a pasul one, like we spoke about earlier. Okay, we learned that Gemara on daf um, pe gimel. Says the Gemara. This that it says don't eat it when it's when it's not fully roasted. When it says the word mimenu from it, you want to say, oh, only in the Pesach Messiah, we know that it has to be fully roasted, but it doesn't have to be fully roasted the dorot? Of course not. Avata says, no, Avata means it has to be the same. El mimenu lamani. So why does it say mimenu? Let me say, I don't remember now. We need that for the rule of Rabba in the name of Ritzak, who used the word Mimenu for Gzirah Shava to tell you that Masashini can't eat. You can't eat if you don't have a Brit Milah also. That's what's coming to tell you. Okay, says the Gemara. <coughs> now we're quoting the Mishnah. Okay, the Mishnah says, You have to eat it quickly. Minalan, where do we know you have to eat it quickly? Amakam Pasuk says, Vachaltem oto bechibazon, you have to eat it quickly. Oto nechal bechibazon, you can eat it quickly. Menuchal, enachem nechal bechibazon, nothing else has to be eaten quickly. Okay? You don't really know what it means that they ate it quickly. I'm not sure what that means. I always wanted to figure it out. <laughs> No, Pesach Dorot. We're talking, he was on the only Pesach Messiah. No, so even Pesach Dorot, they didn't have that much time to eat. I mean, how long did they get to eat? Huh? How long did they get to eat something? I don't know. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Eat, okay, you take your 10 minutes to eat something. You have enough people to take your 10 minutes and you're done. Okay. Pesach Dorot no head calls Shiva. It says that Pesach Dorot is called Shiva all seven days. Now, this is a problem. Because it sounds like only Pesach is seven days, and Pesach of, of uh, only Pesach is seven days. Pesach is not. Where says Amaykai? What are you talking about? Pesach. You tell me the Korban Pesach is seven days. Pesach Koshvamika. Is it ever true that Pesach is seven days? You can't eat the Korban Pesach for seven days. You only eat the Korban Pesach for one day. Says the Gemara, Ela Chametz. Yes. Ela Chametz is referring to Chametz. And Chametz is seven days on Korban Pesach. Michlal, the Pesach Mitzrayim, Laila Echad V'tulo. You mean to tell me that in Pesach Mitzrayim, they were allowed to have Chametz after the first day? Because that's what it sounds like. If you're telling me the Pesach Torot, when we, the Mishnah said the Pesach of the generations is seven days. And the Pesach, which sounds like the Pesach Mitzrayim, was just one. Okay? Now, we have a problem with that. Because if it's a Pesach means the Korban Pesach, the Korban Pesach generations is not seven days. You can never do seven days. And if Pesach means matzah, you only have to eat matzah for one day in Besaim, and seven days you have to eat it in the generations. So it sounds like in Besaim they were allowed to have, they were allowed to have, uh, it sounds like in Besaim they were allowed to have chametz already the day after 
the, the morning, the Korban Pesach at night, and in the morning you're ready to eat chametz. Having pancakes the morning after the, 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 the Korban Pesach. How can it be? How do we know that the Isur of eating Chametz is only for one full day, not just the night, but the full day, as it says, it says, don't eat Chametz. It says right next to it, today you're leaving Mitzrayim. <coughs> Teaching you, just like the day you leave Mitzrayim, is a whole day. So too, the pro- prohibition of eating chametz is also <coughs> on a whole day. So therefore, the whole day of the first day when they left on time, they couldn't have chametz. Not, but you, you made it sound like it's just one night. Rather, the Korban Pesach was eating one night, and so too Pesach is, is only one night. The Chimutso and the Chametz is Asur, Kol Hayom, the whole day. So it comes out in the end that when the Jews left Mitzrayim, they were, the Korban Pesach, of course, had the same restriction, only one night, no day. And the Chametz was all the first day, and ready the day after, they were allowed to have Chametz. So the whole day when they left Mitzrayim, was the only day <coughs> of no chametz. So it comes out, this, the 15th of Nisan, that we don't have chametz, is one year older than the 16th of Nisan. So if I ask you this year, if I ask you on the 15th of Nisan, how many years have the Jews not been eating chametz on today? It's, it's, well, it's all the years, all the way back to when we left Egypt. The last, the last, even even the, our last time in Egypt, we didn't have mat, we didn't have chametz on the fifteenth of, of, Nisan. But the sixteenth of Nisan, when we left Egypt, we had chametz. But the next year, the year, the first year in the desert was the first time that on the sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth of Nisan, we didn't have chametz. Because in Mitzrayim, when we left Mitzrayim, that that first days before we got to the Yamsuf, we were allowed to have chametz. Okay. Trivia question. Could you ever eat a carbon Pesach and then the, uh, two days later have a sandwich? Answer is yes. When we left Egypt, before, before Kiryat Yamsuf, you were allowed to have a sandwich. Every other Pesach in the history of the world, once you have a carbon Pesach, there's no sandwiches for seven days. They must have made challah. They must have done something. I don't know what they ate. No, it says they ate the leftover, but they, they took, it says they took, didn't have time to get chametzifies. I don't know. They're allowed to eat chametz, but I don't know if they ate it. They left on a Thursday? Okay, yeah, so. Maybe they did. Maybe. Or they ate matzah, because they didn't have anything else. <laughs> they're allowed to. I don't know if they did. Let's see. They were also on the run from the Egyptians, you know. They were trying to get away. The Egyptians were going to run after them, so. Okay. Actually, the Egyptian, Egyptian didn't chase them right away. They only chased them a few days later. Right, the first three days they didn't chase them. Okay. I'm Rabbi Yeshua. Says the Mishnah. Rabbi Yeshua holds. Shamati, I heard. Now, timna means when you do timura, you switch one korban for another. Okay? So if you have a korban Pesach, 
and you switch its holiness onto another animal, usually the other animal gets as holy as it. And they both get holified. When you have a Timura, a Korban Pesach can be offered on the Mizbech. And Timura, Pesach, and a Kereva. There's sometimes when Timura, a Korban Pesach, gets offered on the Mizbech like a Korban. And sometimes when you transfer the, the transfer the Kedusha off a Korban Pesach, it doesn't get offered. Vanly Pirush, I don't know which is which. I don't know when it does when it doesn't. Amar Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva said, Ani Efrosh, I'll explain it to you. This is what they were talking about when you heard it. If you have a Korban Pesach that got lost, and then you found it before you slaughtered the new Pesach. Okay? So you had a brown animal you made as a Korban Pesach. You lost it. And then you had a black animal that you, you, you put up instead. Then you find the brown animal before you offer the black one. If that case, then then you do not offer the, the brown one as a Korban. Okay. Then you you add she stop. Then you let the let it you let it graze till it gets a, a blemish. Then you sell it and you bring with its money that you sell it for. You bring korban shlamim. But and also if you do a timura, if you if you take that animal that you find the brown animal. And you tamurify it, which means you say, I want the kushah of the brown animal to go on a spotted animal, then the spotted animal will have the same law as the brown animal. They both get the same law. That they'll have to uh, graze until they get a blemish, and then you sell it and you give the money to to the to a shlamim. But if you find the brown animal, which is the original one, and you find that after you already slaughtered the black one, then then you offer it as a korban shlamim straight. Then the brown one becomes a straight korban. So again, if you find the brown one before the black one's offered, then the brown one becomes grazing until until it gets a moon and you do it with shalim. And even the, the spotted one that you switch it for is the same one also. I, I just switched my spotted one to the brown one. Guess what? They're both the same. The brown and the spotted both graze now. That's if it's found before. If you found it after the shechita of the black one, then you offer a carbon on the mezbech. You could offer it straight up as a shalim. And not only that, even the spotted one, if you switch to that one, the spotted one also gets over the mezbech. Okay? That's the, that's your Bikiva. Chet Murato. Also the spotted one. Says the Gemara, Vilema Pesach Karav, Pesach Enokarav. Why does it have to say, I heard that the Timura is Pesach Karav, and Timura Pesach Enokarav? When we say the Timura, we're referring to the spotted one. Right? Not the brown one. Why do we have to talk about the spotted one? Why don't we say, that the brown one is offered. And some, some brown ones are offered, some brown ones are not. Okay? I'm, I'm giving you names for it so you can know what we're referring to. Again, in our, in our example, the black one is the one that you redid. The brown one was the original one, and the spotted one was the, is, the, is the timura of the original one. Okay? Why do you talk about brown ones? This is what it's coming to teach you. Because we want to teach you that there's such a thing of a timurat pesach 
that you can't offer them as mezbech. I want to teach you the chidush that sometimes if you find the animal before the carbon, the timura will not be offered on the mezbech, and it will have to be, it will also have to be. Uh, it'll off- you might have thunk that if you found the shlamim, if you found the brown one before you offered the before you offered the black one so maybe the the spotted one of that brown one since the since its other one is not being offered maybe it could go straight as the shlamim right. chidush is that no it also has to work that's a chidush sort of the brown and then the, the one. chidush is that both the brown and the spotted ones will have to graze until they get a mum and sell them okay, okay good itmar we learned and Rabba Amar Rabba says, "Kodem shechita ulachas shechita shaninu." In our Mishnah, we said that the cutoff point of whether the brown one gets offered as a carbon or grazing is whether it was before or after shechita. That's the one way to learn it. Reb Zera learns, no, change the Mishnah. Don't learn it as before or after shechita. Learn it, kodem chatzot ulachal chatzot shaninu. The actual difference is whether it's before or after chatzot. Okay? Chatzot is the time of shechita. Right? Where it says, Ulrub Zeira, haktani kodim shechita tepes. Doesn't it say shechita tepes in the Mishnah? How can you say that it says chatzot? Uh, it says shechita tepesach. Where it says, Ema kodim zman shechita tepesach. The Mishnah should read the time of shechita tepesach, which is chatzot, and not actual shechita tepesach, which could be any time. So, According to Reb Zera, the cutoff point of when you will offer or not offer the brown animals of carbon is not whether you got it before your time. Let's see, you, there's three three different groups we learned of guys coming into the midnight of to Azara doing their korbanot, right? If the guy had a if a guy had an appointment in the third group, let's say, right? You, according to uh, Rabbah, he'll say, oh, as so if you have a third group. And if you find it before the third group offers their korbanot, so then you're, you found it in time, and now you let it grace. But according to Rav Zeira, it gets offered as a korban right away. Because once it passed the chatzot, which is the time of the korban, you're done. Similar to that, Machloket, yes. Now, over here, the Gemara is not asking who are you like the Mutanaim? But the Gemara is saying it that Reb Zeira and Rabbah are mirroring a Machloket Tanaim. Says Gemara, Kitanai Hapesach Shenemsa Kodem Shechita Yireh. If you find a Pesach before Shechita, then then you let it grace, right? Lachal Shechita after Shechita Yikrav. You do as 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 a, as a Korban. That was like uh, Rabbah. Reb Lezer Omer Kodem Chatzot Yireh. It was before Chatzot Yireh. That's like Reb Zeir. Okay, so Reb Zeir is like Reb Lezer, and Tarakam is like Rabbah. Says the Gemara. Achar shechita tapesach yavi shlamim. Says after the shechita, the Quran pesach, we said you bring it as a shlamim. Amar Rabbah, Rabbah says, Lo shano ela shemusah achar shechita vehimir bo achar shechita. This is only true if you found it after shechita. And you swapped it for the spotted ones after Shechita. When we said that if you find it after Shechita, you bring it as a Shlamim. And also the Timurah. Also the, also the spotted one, also you bring it as a Shlamim. 
Rava says, that's only true if you found it after Shechita and you swapped it for the, for, and you swapped the Kedusha onto the spotted one also after Shechita. But, Aval, Nimtza Kodem Shechita, but if you found it before Shechita, V'hemir Barachal Shechita, Timurato Mikoch Kedusha Dechuya Ka'ata, V'lo Kereva, it won't be offered. Okay, which is telling you like this. He's telling you an interesting chidush of Rabbah. Rabbah says, what happens, now pay attention, remember. Remember our example. We have brown, which is the original one. The black is the switcher one, which no one's going to talk about. That one, that one gets offered and everyone's eating. Okay? And then there's the spotted one, which we swapped our kedusha for. Now, Rabbah is saying, now we, we always say that the spotted gets the rule like the brown. That's what, we, that's what we're saying all along. Okay? The Gemara is saying now, according to Rava, Rava is claiming that this that we said, that if you, if you transfer Kedusha to the spotted ones, it has the law like the first one, right? And you offer it like a carbon, right? Don't think that, don't think that that could be true if you swap the Kedusha, where, that you swap the Kedusha at that time. What if you swapped it later? Which means, let's say, let's say you have, how am I going to show you this? Let's say you have a case where uh, before you found the, before you did the Shechita, let's say, before you did the Shechita, you found the brown one. Okay, now what's their law when you find the brown one before Shechita? Uh, you let it graze, right? You let it graze, good. Now, you might think that you only let it graze and you let it graze for sure, but and and the spotted one then you also let graze, right? Yeah. Now you might have thunk that if I if I found it before shechita, but then after shechita I spot I, I, I transfer the kedusha on the spotted one. You might think since I transfer the kedusha after the shechita, maybe that one could be offered. Right. Kamash Rava. No, it doesn't work like that. Let's read it inside. Okay. If you found it before the Shechita, which means you found the, the brown. brown one before Shechita, and you swapped it onto the spotted one, right? You might have thunk, you can't offer it. You can't offer it. Don't, you might have thunk, but no, it's not true. You can't offer it. Good. You might have thunk you could, but you really can't. Eight Abaya, Abaya questions this, this rule of, of, of Rava. Okay? This that you that you cannot offer this one when it's Timura after the Shechita. Okay? Pasuk says, Im Kesef. Now, Im Kesef, if a lamb. If you look at the Pasuk on the side, it says, it's a Pasuk in Vayikra. It says, Im Kesef Humakriv, if you're offering a lamb, et korbano, ve'ekriv otol of Hashem, offer in front of Hashem. So, the Gemara asks, What are you trying to teach me about Im Kesef? It comes to include a Timura, a spotted animal of a Pesach, Achara Pesach, after Pesach, Shekereva Shlemim, that's offered Shlemim. Hechidami. If we're talking about a case where you found the brown one after Shekita, and you swap the to the to the spotted after shechita, pshita. Of course, 
I don't need a pasuk for that. El alav must be, it's coming to you. Shinimitsa kodim shechita, that I found it before shechita. Vehimir ba'achar shechita must be talking about this case. The case that we just, just said that you found the brown one before shechita and you swapped it onto the spotted one after shechita. And still you see it's teaching you that it can be offered as a korban. And if you do it afterwards, it's good. So you see you're wrong, Rava. Says the Gemara, no. Lo, no. Le'olam, really, I'll tell ya. The bride is talking about a regular case that you found it before Shechita and you switched it to the spider one before Shechita. And that's why it's over. No, no, I'm sorry. You found it after Shechita and you switched it after Shechita. And that's why it's over Mizbeach. And the Pasuk is just Asmachta, just the support. It's not really the source. And therefore, Therefore, it's not, it doesn't have to be a big chidush. Moses says, El akral lama atas, and what do you need the pasuk for? Kinditanya, like we learned in the Brayta, pasuk says, Kesev, a lamb, that I bought at the Pesach Laliyah. Comes to teach you that the Korban Pesach, also, the tail has to go on the Mizbeach. Like we learned with that story of the guy with the tail, the guy from, that's going to That always has going to Mizbeach. Kishomer im Kesev, if it says if a lamb, then I bought pesach shavra shnato. It comes to include a pesach who has already been past its first birthday. Or shlamim habayim achmar pesach, or shlamim that come because of that pesach. The chol mitzvot shlamim that has all the mitzvot of shlamim. Shadun smicha unzachim v'tunovat chazev shok. So it's coming to tell you that if you have a Korban Pesach that passes first birthday, and once it passes first birthday, it's possible for the Korban Pesach, and now you have to offer it as a Shlamim, you should know that this Shlamim has to have all the mitzvot of Shlamim. Okay? Which means that you have to lean on it, which you don't do on Korban Pesach, you have to lean on this one, and you have to do the Nisachim, which you don't do for Korban Pesach, you're pouring wine, and you have to do the wave the Chazay and the Shok, which you don't do on Korban Pesach, and when it says, if it's a goat, it stops. Come teach you about a goat. Then when it comes to a goat, you do not have to put the tail of the goat on the Mizbeach. That's the chidush about the goat. The Korban Pesach, the only part that goes, the only reason why, the only time, the only difference between a goat and a sheep is that the Korban Pesach of a goat does not have the tail on his back, which the sheep does. Okay, we're going to stop over here at the Ikad the Matni Lada Resha. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen Amen. Bezat Hashem, tonight we'll be continuing right over here at Rava on the bottom.